I'd invite you to pray with me. Gracious and holy God, we come before you and your word longing uh, to hear, to hear uh, what it is you have to speak to us this day. Um, gracious God, we turn to you uh, to get our bearings, to find our way, uh, to navigate what the next best step is for us to take um, as we live our days. Uh, Lord, we long to be faithful. Uh, so guide us. Let your spirit move within us um, so that we might follow after you and your way. It's in your name we ask these things. Amen. Friends, our scripture reading for today uh, is in the Gospel of Matthew as we continue with uh, the Beatitudes uh, that Jesus um, preached, the Sermon of the Mount, uh, found in chapter 5. Uh, today, uh, we are in verse 8. Uh, let's listen uh, for God's word for us this day. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. That was from the New Revised Standard Version, um, and now uh, we hear that beatitude from Eugene Peterson's translation of Scripture, The Message. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. As the season of life continues and extends, I found myself noticing both how life continues on in ways that feel familiar and comforting, and also how life is marked by the differences that have come as this season of pandemic continues to unfold. It was just a little bit over a week ago that Starbucks started serving their beloved series of pumpkin spiced beverages. And almost on cue this past week, we have had this delightful dose of fall weather that just welcomes in things that are comforting and cozy. I saw so many pictures of comfort food people shared this week on social media. Bowls of chili topped with cinnamon rolls, French onion soup with chocolate espresso chipped cookies, pumpkin muffins enjoyed, enjoyed with a hot cup of coffee on a chilly morning. It was a nice change of pace to pull out the warm throw blankets and the comfy sweaters to wear for a few days. And then on Thursday, this city got to wear red again as we watched our Kansas City Chiefs take the field in impressive form. When Mahomes and company made drive after incredible drive, and how about that new running back? We were all called back to that incredible run for the Super Bowl that took place before all of this. Time is continuing to move forward. The seasons are changing. Signs of that, pumpkin spice, cool weather, comfort food, fall football, signs of that that occur every year are popping up all around. And there is comfort in that even if at the same time, we also feel the things that look different. So many school districts are back to school this week and school looks different than it ever has for our teachers, students, staff, and administrators. One of our own, Mary Lou Hodges, lived her final couple of days in hospice house where there had to be restrictions on who could visit her. 
Now, as we plan to celebrate her life, there will also be limits on how many will be able to gather to send her off to her eternal home. I had the privilege and joy of joining two of our young couples in marriage this weekend. But as we did that, we had to be mindful of masks and distancing and how to safely celebrate their joyous days. And just a week ago, our community gathered in person for worship for the first time in six months as we held our evening prayer service outside the barn together. There were masks and chairs spread apart and communion served with tongs and tiny sealed kits. Time continues on, life continues on, but it is marked, changed by this reality we are living. Our beatitude today is blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. In his book that inspired this series, Jonathan Dobson points to Psalm 24 as the scripture that would have inspired Jesus's own teaching found in this beatitude. The psalmist asks, who would find favor with God? And then says in response, those who have clean hands and pure hearts. Those who act, whose actions lived on the outside and whose thoughts and intentions lived on the inside are clean and pure. Those who have integrity, whose interior life and exterior life all are shaped and flow from the true ground of our being, our God of life and love. Living an integrated life is a challenging call in any season. We've named before that the Beatitudes are not for the faint of heart. The way of life Jesus calls us to here is a challenging one. It's one that invites us to surrender the self in recognition of our dependence upon God. Living an integrated life, a life where our actions are clean of corruption, a life where our thoughts are pure and true to the love of God. It is challenging in any season. And y'all, everything is harder in this season we are living. Our reserves are lower. All of us, every single one of us is functioning with just lower emotional, physical, spiritual reserves as the stress and uncertainty, the division and turmoil of these days take their collective toll on us and on our relationships. Our reserves are lower, which makes integration harder. When we simply respond with our knee jerk or emotionally react in a situation or are just doing what we can to hang on, it is harder to maintain clean hands and pure hearts. And we feel that. We feel that difficulty as we interact in the world. We feel that pull internally as frustration mounts or we behave in ways we wish we didn't. That's why the second half of this beatitude is important to us. Jesus links having a pure heart to seeing God. Blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. I've been blessed this week because there have been so many instances where in spite of this pandemic and the difference it is making in our lives, I have seen God. I have seen the love of God in the eyes of others. 
but they look at me over the masks we must wear. And that glimpsing, every time it happens, shifts something in me. It cleanses my soul and beckons me towards action that is pure, honest, and true. I saw it in Bryn's teacher who stayed up late creating materials and getting things in place so that Bryn could connect remotely with her class the day after she had to stay homesick with symptoms, which thankfully ended up just being allergies. I saw it in the loved ones who gathered around Luke and Olivia, Jacob and Gina, and celebrated with joy so much love and so much love these young people as they took this important step in their lives. I saw it in Mary Lou's frail body and her eyes that would flutter up open at the sound of my voice at the words of prayer as she prepared for her eternal rest. And I also saw it as I sat with her daughter-in-law who has cared for her so well for so long and together we just bore the weight of the loss and the pain, the gift of the love and the life that God was about to carry home. And I saw it in you as we gathered together. There was so much that wasn't like it normally is. There were masks and distance. There were these tiny hermetically sealed kits and tongs. But in the end, bread was broken and grace flowed out and Jesus was present. As I went to each one of you and said those words, I have spoken over you so many times. This is Christ's body broken for you. This is Christ's blood poured out for you. Tears well my eyes took in your own and the masks and the tongs fell away and it was simply the love the love of God that binds us the grace of Christ that uplifts us my spirit has been cleansed this week by so many encounters with God the Spirit of God, the love of God moving in and through and around us. Watching that Spirit of God, that love of God persist in the midst of all the adversity, the challenge, and strife that we see. Y'all, what we take in, it shapes the way we think. It shapes what resides in our heart. And it shapes the way we respond, how we behave in the world. It's important for us to seek to see our God at work in the world, to watch for signs of God's love and grace around us, to turn to our God in prayer, to listen for our God in scripture, to watch for the glory of our God in nature to set our eyes on that which will cleanse and will purify, to set our eyes on the love of God, the grace of Jesus Christ, and to allow that love and that grace 
to shape us, to shape us from the inside out. The more we do, the more we connect with the truth of who we are, the truth of whose we are, the more we remember what it means to be human, what it means to be children of God, what it means to be brothers and sisters one to another. And y'all, we can do this. We can live these hard days well, not by our own power, but if we rely on the power of the love and grace of our God, we can live as people with clean hands and pure hearts, people of integrity, people who live from the inside out the love of God. God's people whose eyes take in and bear forth the incredible love of our God. Blessed be the pure in heart, for they shall see God. May it be so. Amen. So as we come to this time of offering today, uh, the invitation to us is to be people with clean hands and pure hearts, right? People um, whose inside, uh, our thoughts and our feelings, our intentions match um, our outside, right? Our behavior, our actions, and that all of that um, is grounded um, in, you know, who we are and uh, whose we are in the love um, of our God. And the way we do that um, is that we look, um, we look for that love of God in the world. Uh, we train our eyes um, on um, our God. Um, we look for the ways and the signs of God's love at work, um, the evidence of it in the people around us, um, the signs of it uh, that we see in nature, right? Uh, we turn in prayer, we turn to scripture, we set our eyes on Jesus. Um, and as we take in uh, just that witness of God's love continuing to be at work in us and in our world, um, it calls us, um, it shapes us, right? It shapes um, our thoughts and our feelings. It shapes our actions um, and our deeds. Um, to spend time uh, this week uh, paying attention uh, for where you see God, paying attention for where you see the love of God present and at work in your life and the life of this world.